Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Another episode of the Talking Blues podcast. I am Josh and I am joined by my two co-hosts Alex and Peter and we are here to discuss yet another Chelsea win and a league title as well. We'll get into that a little bit uh, before or after I should say after we recap this match against Van City and let's give it up to Chelsea for winning this match and maybe just maybe this could be a little bit of a preview to what we see at the end of the month in the UEFA Champions League final, but we were not, we're not even going to talk about that right now. We're going to talk about this absolutely dominating second half performance that came from Chelsea and a not so bad first half either. Um, you know, maybe Chelsea fans will go back and say we didn't control that first half, but I would say besides the ending, there really wasn't anything that bad. Obviously, they were just very lucky towards the end and you, even the additional minutes of that first half. I think it was a penalty in the box. I, there's no denying that. It was definitely a pen. Um, I'm talking about the first half one. I would say the second half won the same deal. Um, but you know what? I will take some luck um, in the second half, obviously, because that led to our winning goal on the opposite end of the pitch. But um, in that first half, I guess just breaking it down, really nothing too crazy. Like I said, they really, uh, both teams were really even. Bob, obviously, they had the goal. And then the weirdest, most awful, I'm sure Alex would like to. Um, make fun of who is that Aguero taking it. I think he'll, he'll like to make fun of him in a little bit, or I'm sure Alex and Peter would like to do. Obviously, we had the slander about him a little bit after the game from some fans on Twitter. Um, and I saw some stuff on TikTok about it as well. But I guess good save by Edward Mendy to uh, stop the awful chip and um, looked like me out there on the pitch with that one. Um, but uh, good, good job by Mendy, I guess, saving that. I don't even know what that was. I'm sure I could have saved that in net. That's an Alex type of joke, by the way, if you're new. 
Um, and then second half, we have Akeem Ziyech getting a very nice goal. And then obviously the tip somehow, one of the Chelsea players, that one being Marcus Alonso, was able to get his foot in that very bad looking, but we got a goal play. Um, and I was very, very happy. And Peter will say the same because we were texting about it um, after the fact as well. Chelsea control possession and the end of things, 52 to 48%. Um, but shots uh, was Man City 16 to 12 and shots on goal were 5 to 4 uh, Chelsea Chelsea now look very very good and you've got to hope that they take this into Wednesday's matchup which I'm sure Alex would love to preview in a little bit as well we have a lot to talk about in this episode against Arsenal and obviously they are rivals we do not want to lose to them especially because Arsenal fans are extremely toxic um, and we we kind of know about that already one Negative note is the Christensen injury. I do not have him in my lineup on Wednesday. Maybe we have him in the lineup on the weekend. We have no updates right now. Obviously, we're recording this Monday morning. Uh, Thomas Tuchel said that he doesn't know either. He's hoping, obviously, it's sooner than later, which is obvious for a manager to say. You don't want anything worse than that. Billy Gilmore in his first start looked pretty good. And uh, my man of the match is going to go to Akeem Ziyech. What a wonderful goal and pretty much controlled um, everything that he played and uh, the main thing, obviously, is that strike, though. I um, haven't seen that from Ziyech in a while, and it shows that that signing's been paying off. Um, and anytime you can get a goal in an important game like that, also solidifies Chelsea's place if they weren't uh, already solidified in that top four. Now we're solidified in the top three, and let's see if we can stay there. Obviously, Leicester City not far behind. We'll see them soon uh, in the FA Cup and then in the Premier League match as well. So a lot of crazy stuff coming. Um, but I'll I'll give it to one of my two co-hosts to uh, discuss it a little bit more here. Well, uh, wouldn't you just said that we solidified our place in the top four? I mean, technically, one win doesn't do anything. Technically, it doesn't solidify us getting top four. But that would mean that Leicester and Liverpool both have to win all of their games. But if we win one and Liverpool draw, I think they play on Thursday. If we win versus Arsenal and then Liverpool draw versus Man United or lose to Man United, then we clinch top four. So, I mean, it. I don't want to say it because I don't want to jinx anything, but I believe that it is basically completely wrapped up, which is really good. But once again, don't want to jinx anything. So I won't say that we definitely have gotten top four yet. But onto the point of onto my points about the City game, like I usually do, I'll go individually through players. I think... I'll start with my man of the match. I think I'm going to give it to two people. It's going to be a co-man of the match. I think Reese James is one of them. He struggled a bit in the first half. I would, I would the first 20, 25, 30 minutes, I'd say. Uh, Benjamin Mendy probably got the better of him. But definitely in the second half, I mean, he had so many Reese James just completely blew by him so many times. He had so many good runs, so many good crosses. He was just dangerous the entire half. I think he played really, really well. I think uh, he he deserves a man of the match. And then the other play I want to give it to is Billy Gilmore. Um, if you've heard, I oh I I am a big supporter of Billy Gilmore. I love him. Uh, I think he's very, very talented. He just played well this game. He kept the ball well. He passed well. He had one play specifically I want to point out where there was like five or six city defenders on him and he completely he just had a perfect pass through all of them which set up a goal to Hudson Adoy which was then rolled off sides but I mean he started that break with a great uh, pass, uh, with a great pass. 
I think he's the other man of the match. I think he's really sure. He, I mean, he's only 19. And I mean, he's very, very, very talented. And I think he's going to be a big part of our future. Uh, and then, what else can I mention? I mean, the back line played very, very well besides the one mistake. I'll talk about the penalties in a second. But I think besides the Christensen mistake where he got injured, I think we played very, very well in the, at the back. Uh, I think Zuma came in well. I don't think he gave up a penalty. I'd say, if anything, that was more of a penalty than the first one. But I will go Because the first one, right, Jesus was completely not near the ball. He The ball was in front of him, and then he completely went to the left for no reason. And then Billy Gilmore was just trying to run next to him to try to get around him to get a challenge off. But then Jesus sidestepped it right in front of him. And then Billy Gilmore tripped him when he was trying to get out of the way, which I just, I mean, I can see why it's a pen, but that's just, he wasn't anywhere near the ball. He couldn't get a shot off even when he was going down. I don't think that's a pen because you literally, you didn't have control of the ball at that point when he got tripped. But that was 50-50, I'd say. I'd say that's a bad call, but no surprise because Anthony Taylor and he hates us. But I I mean, I'd, I'd say it's karma. But he, they didn't even score from the penalty. Aguero, I won't say anything because he's such a legendary player and he deserves so much praise. And I don't think anybody should take away from whatever he's done just because of this penalty miss. But the other penalty, I think, was more of a chance of being a real penalty because I think there was contact between Zuma and Sterling. I don't think it was substantial enough to, to be a penalty. I think Zuma was trying to run back without having as any contact at all maybe trying to have a bit of contact, but nothing enough that to completely just trip him and give away a penalty. I don't think that was his intention. So I think it was a good no-call. I think they both shouldn't have been penalties, but, I mean, with Anthony Taylor, I'm surprised they both weren't penalties. Uh, but, I mean, just a great game all around. We basically dominated City the entire second half, and I think the first half it was quite 50-50. I think it was just a great game. I'm I think everybody played well besides Christensen, but he's been in such good form. I don't think what this one mistake in this game should like. You shouldn't form your opinions just because of this one mistake. He's still been playing really, really well. Uh, so great game. Everybody played well. Reese James, Billy Gilmore, my men of the matches. Uh, yeah, just a great game. And I mean, we're now, I think we know that we can beat City in the Champions League final. We've shown that we can. Obviously, it's going to be a different game with different players, different tactics, but we have confidence going in, which might be a bad thing, but we know we can beat them, and that's good. Yeah, uh, you know, like you mentioned, it's not both of our starting teams that played were out uh, that were out there. Um, obviously, Foden didn't start for them, De Bruyne, uh, John Stones. I'm sure there's other players there as well. I know City fans are talking about how that's their B team. Well, you know, Chelsea definitely missed a few of their key players as well. Mason Mount, who's probably our best player. Uh, Kai Havertz, who's been one of our best players recently. Uh, and obviously, Jorginho, who really dictates our midfield. So it it just, it, it, I don't really think that's an excuse for City fans. Obviously, it'll be different players out there. It'll be interesting to see who Tuchel fields uh, in these finals. I guess we'll kind of get a, a little preview in this FA Cup final this weekend. Um, but that, you know, we'll see what happens there in terms of the game, you know, first half was a little bit lackluster from Chelsea. Obviously we, you know, we went one nil down Christensen. It wasn't really his fault. You know, at, at first I thought he was faking the injury, uh, like he did against Liverpool, or at least I thought he did against Liverpool after he, uh, got that red card. 
or uh, or whatever. That was earlier in the season, right? He got rounded about uh, and they scored. I thought he was doing that originally, but then it looked like, yeah, he did really, you know, pull his hamstring or whatever. So hopefully he'll be back soon. Um, you know, they scored from that. Aguero missing that chance too, and Sterling kind of sweeping it up there. Um, and I know they Aguero kind of got upset at him for or for taking his goal there. In terms of the penalty, you know, it wasn't the right decision. It wasn't a smart decision to do that. I'm, I'm not going to knock him. I mean, it was it was you know a little bit humorous, but not nothing like Peter said. Uh, he's been probably the best striker or one of the best strikers in Premier League history. So you can't really knock him too much. And in terms of you know, in terms of any potential like losses for City they're still going to win the title it doesn't really matter Uh, so it's really not that big of a deal Uh, for my man of the match I mean Reese James was absolutely sensational in that second half Kurt Zuma was pretty good Uh, he had that amazing tackle on Raheem Sterling Uh, and you know there was there was a whole bunch of solid players but I'm going to go Reese James because in that second half he absolutely flamed Benjamin Mendy um, and he was just, he definitely made his uh, uh, case for being back in the starting lineup. And for Arsenal, I think he will be. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, CHO, when he came on, was quite bright. Uh, I think he may get a chance uh, midweek and we'll see what he can do. But I, I was overall very happy with the performance. And, you know, I'm just happy that we got the win. Uh, like you said, Peter, we're pretty much glued into that one of these top four spots that's very good um and hopefully we finish the season strong uh and finish in that third place spot because that's definitely where I'd want to be I guess we'll we'll go on now to the Chelsea women who we need to mention here because they had a 5-0 win against Reading uh, yesterday it was when we were recording this I think it'll come out same day here on Monday maybe it'll come out Tuesday we'll see anyway Frank Kirby got two goals in the 5-0 win uh, against Reading, and that clinched the Women's Super League for Chelsea already. Uh, they were going to have a match, I think, um, upcoming against um, Everton, but that would be in the Women's FA Cup. So they clinched in the final game, I believe, of the Women's Super League. And then now for their uh, you know, next two matches, it's the UEFA Women's Champions League final, which is this upcoming Sunday against Barcelona, and then F- FA Women's Cup fifth round match against Everton. Um, and they won. Obviously, it was very close up until the end uh, with the Man City women. Right now, the standings are 57 points to Chelsea and then 55 points to Man City. But obviously, um, the Chelsea women for, were able to clinch this weekend um, because I think that was the final. Yeah, those were the final matches uh, this past weekend in the Women's Super League. So big congrats to the Chelsea women. Uh, and let's hope, obviously, the Chelsea men could get it done. Uh, in the top four, and obviously just like the Chelsea woman, uh, be able to hopefully win this Champions League final on Sunday for them, and then the Chelsea men later uh, in the month. Imagine how crazy it would be if both teams are able to win their separate uh, Champions League finals. It would just be great for the entire Chelsea organization. I think I've already mentioned how good it's been with how both teams have been playing, but um, it's just great stuff happening uh, throughout all of Chelsea. So, I wanted to mention that before we move on to Arsenal, which we will go to now. Um, that match is going to also be this, um, or not this weekend, sorry. That's the FA Cup final. I'm going way too fast right now. Um, this upcoming Wednesday, May 12th, 3.15 p.m. That's 8.15 for all you people watching in England. Uh, and Chelsea and Arsenal, how they see, uh, or how they sit, excuse me, in the Prem League. Chelsea in third, 64 points. Arsenal in ninth. 
with 52 points. Let's uh, let's beat them. Let's beat them. Why? Why don't we? I mean, how great would it be? Get another win, and this one comes against Arsenal. I'm gonna have Edward Mendy starting in net, and then my three at the back due to the Christensen injury. I don't think he'll be back for this one. So I'm going to go Rudiger, Silva, and Zuma at that right center back position. I could see Zuma coming in, but I, I don't think he'll stay in there. I think it's going to be Rudiger, Silva, and I think Aspi. I definitely think Silva will be back in after getting a rest, but I don't think Zuma. It depends what Tuchel wants to do against Arsenal. Who knows at this point? He changes up everything every game, so I wouldn't be surprised. But Aspi, Silva, Rudiger, I think, and obviously Mendy in it. I don't think I need to say that. So I'm going to have Mendy, uh, Rudiger, Silva, Azpi in defense. Uh, and then in my right wing back, I'm going to have Reese James starting. Uh, left wing back, Ben Chilwell comes back into the side. And in the center of midfield, I think Jorginho and Conte uh, will be in there. And that'll be my defense and midfield uh, for this game. My midfield, I think Ben Chilwell comes back in. I think we could see an Al- Alonso play again because obviously he did score the winner. Wasn't a great goal, but he was in a good position to get there. I, I, but I think Chiu will come back in. I think, although Billy Gilmore did have a man of the match performance for me, might be a bit biased, but I think Conte and Jorginho will come into the midfield, and I think Reese James had such a good game that he deserves to start again, so I think Reese James will be there on the right, Jorginho, Conte in the middle, and Ben Chiu on the left. Alex, uh, and I think, Peter, I agree with you guys. Reese James, right wing back, Jorginho, Conte in the midfield, and Chua at my left wing back spot, and then Going to my front three, very similar one that we've seen, uh, or at least, no, not so similar actually, but something I want to happen. I've been waiting for Pulisic to, uh, you know, get the start alongside Mason Mount, who obviously got a rest. I would hope to see him back as well as uh, Timo Werner starting. So front three, Mount, Pulisic, Werner. I've been waiting to see it. I want to see it really badly. Uh, It worked nice once Pulisic subbed in um, in that second half, I believe, of the Champions League match. Uh, Champions League semifinals against Real Madrid. So let's see it for most of the match, at least, and we'll see what happens there. Werner, Mount, Pulisic, front three. I want Werner to start, but I don't think he will because I, I want him to start because how funny would it be if Werner scored the winning goal against Arsenal and then oh, Arsenal fans' tears would be so, so, so sweet. Oh, that'd be so nice. But I don't, I don't, think, I don't think he will. I think, I think Mason Mount will definitely start. He'll come back in. Kai Havertz will definitely, well, not definitely, except, but I think Kai Havertz will come back in. And then that leaves one spot. It could be Werner, could be Ziyech, uh, also could be Adoy. I think Callum Hudson Adoy deserves to start after a good game. He had a very, very good game. In the 20 minutes he came on, he created a lot, had good runs. May have gotten the winner. Who knows if it was off him first before Marcus Alonso. I don't know at this point. But he was in a good position there. He created some chances. He obviously played the through ball to Warner before the cutback. But I think it's def- I think it's going to be Mount will definitely be there, and then either Havertz or Warner, and then Odoi and Ziyech. One of the one of that combination. So for my front three, I'm going to go Mason Mount on the left hand side, Callum Hudson Odoi starting on the right hand side, and up front I'm going to have Kai Havertz. Um, so I'm going to have Callum Hudson Odoi getting the start. I think it would be really fun to see Tammy Abraham start up front instead of Kai Havertz. Uh, you know, kind of all these academy prospects, uh, all three of them up front with CHO, Mount, and Abraham. But I think it will be Kai Havertz up there. Um, and then Mason Mount and Calum Hudson-Odoi behind him. 
Uh, and I think Calum Hudson-Odoi definitely deserves a start. And, you know, that's my lineup there. Score predictions. I, I, I you know, if for some reason, we always don't do well against Arsenal in certain games. I don't think it's going to be – I'm going to go nil-nil draw. I don't think we're going to beat them. You know, they did have a decent game against West Brom. I mean, I don't know. It's just frustrating. I'm going to give my accurate score predictions, not what I hope to happen. I hope we win 17-0, but I think it's going to be nil-nil. Both, you know, Arsenal haven't always been the best going forward. We're solid defensively. We haven't always been the best going forward. Um, And they're, well, not so great defensively. I'm going to go nil-nil, and that's going to be my score prediction. I think I honestly agree with you. We always struggle against Arsenal for some reason, and we always struggle against clubs that aren't big. Arsenal are a tiny club. We always struggle against clubs. Obviously, recently, we drew nil-nil with Brighton. I wouldn't be surprised if it's nil-nil. But I think we can sneak a goal somehow. I think it'll be 1-0 Chelsea. I think I predicted a win against Man City. I wanted to keep the positive vibes going. And you know what? I agree with both of you. We struggle against Arsenal. But I'm going to keep it going. I want to keep it going. I want to stay positive. So I'm going to go with a another... Do I do another 2-1 match? I'm going to go with a 1-0 match. I'm going to go with a 1-0 win for Chelsea, although I do think that one could slot in for Arsenal, could end in a draw or something like that. But you know what? I'm going to keep going with the Chelsea wins because I want to see them completely destroy Arsenal and we get to see the happiness um, or get to have the happiness that we want. Um, and, and being able to beat Arsenal would very much help us with that as we move on to the um, match this weekend. And another big match it will be, and obviously we'll have a preview for it later this week, probably Thursday or Friday, uh, for the FA Cup final round against Leicester City on Saturday. So for us, all I have to say is a few closing thoughts, some stuff you guys can do to get involved and really help us out at Talking Blues. That's first, go follow us on Twitter at Talking Blues Pod. Subscribe wherever you are listening. And uh, drop five stars at a rating. If you can write a review, that would be great. Really help us out, and we will see you next time for another episode of Talking Blues. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.